This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I bet you agree with this. Okay, because you've brought it up a couple times last couple days. I think it's a real interesting deal. If you took today's media, today's collective consciousness, and you applied it to January 1982 and Joe Montana to Dwight Clark and the catch, I think a lot of people would have shown up the next day and been like, this Walsh dude. I'm tired of hearing him get called a genius. Because a genius, he's not turning the ball over six times. And this Montana cat, I know, yeah, okay, fine. You won in the end. But my God, you and your weapons, you better play better. We're going to need more consistency out of you. That might have been the response the next day. I know I was only seven years old, but that wasn't the response in 1982. Right. The response in 1982 looked like Hunter Pence in a suite. Wah! Totally. With different hairstyles. That's the response. That's the sum total response back then. I wish there was a little bit more of that. I wish there was a little bit more of that today. Well, that ship, unfortunately, has sailed, and it sailed on into the deep, deep blue sea because now we react in real time on Twitter, and we rip. And I can only imagine the tweets that were sent at halftime when they're down 24-7 that started with the word fire. And, you know, who's getting fired and what quarterback is getting replaced and where are we in the draft and Steve Wilkes, run him out of town and all the rest of it. And where's Nick Bosa and just everybody immediately taking to social media and burning the thing down as opposed to in 82 where you didn't have that outlet. 888-957-957. If you want to vote on the poll, it's both on YouTube and Twitter slash X on the 95.7 The Game feed there. Uh, which word better describes the 49ers and their journey to the Super Bowl? Lucky or good? Which word better describes it? Both polls right now tracking kind of at about three-fourths uh, in, the, uh, in the direction of good. That's good. Yes. That's good. That is also good. I don't, I mean, you look at a team that is now, what, 15 and 14 and 5, I think is the official number. Yeah, 14 and 5. And that includes the Rams' loss, which was a loss for the second string. So you're 14 and 4 in all actuality. And you lost a scheduled game against Cincinnati (laughs) where they were off a bye and you were heading into a bye. So you lost to Cleveland. Straight up, you lost. Your, your kicker had a chance to win that, and yep. he didn't make it. Yep. You lost to Minnesota in a game where your quarterback may or may not have been concussed and didn't play great as a result. And Baltimore straight beat you. Your quarterback threw four interceptions, and you played badly on Christmas. So I look at the totality of the season. Have they always played great? No, but they've won. They've won at home. They've won on the road. They beat their division opponents. 
They had a great year. And yeah, a couple things went their way on Sunday, but that doesn't mean that it's lucky. It's just football, and good teams tend to make their own luck. That's the thing that I always go back to, and I think about my own career. Was it lucky that I got a break doing TV in Marin, doing local games? Absolutely. Yeah. The luck was I happened to cold call a guy, and he had had his play-by-play man leave two days earlier. That was lucky. Yes. But it was also good that I took the time to make the phone call and send over my resume tape. There's initiative in there. Correct. There's also being, uh, I guess, opportunistic would be the word. Right. Which is, you know, taking advantage of what is presented to you. Um, Nothing can be described in one word. Nothing right. is ever all lucky. So Brandon you know, Ayuk like is a, lucky. Brandon Ayuk, well, well, he's lucky. lucky, but it's also incredibly talented to right. have the spatial awareness that that ball was even there, react to it, and then execute the catch. Exactly. So a lucky break is presented, and and you did something. You with execute it. exactly. Yeah. He stayed with the play. He ran through the route. And the other thing we haven't talked about on our show, and I don't know if the other shows have either, but. On the opening Niners drive, Ayuk with a huge pass breakup yes. on that throw from uh, been from Purdy, which was a I mean that was going to be an easy pick. Purdy threw it right to him deep down the sideline. Ayuk didn't quit, fought to get in there, might have committed OPI, but it's a good no call by Cleet Blakeman and his yep. crew, and he got the pass breakup. Your boys did a good job in that game. One flag each. One except, I, I thought it was one except a penalty. Maybe that was just thought, the first half. I thought half. there were five. I thought there. I thought the Niners had three. And You're the probably Lions right. Had two. I think I was looking at the halftime either, box. Either way, but. I know it's funny. We always we compliment the refs when there's not a lot of flags. Well, I, and I which just they could be. To- maybe they just missed everything. Well, they don't. <laughs> and this is the thing that I have a hard time with because I guarantee you they didn't miss anything, but they chose not to call. Certain things that they call in the regular season. Brock, we get to the playoffs. Brock? You didn't like that one. That I think that was a miss. Yeah, that was a miss call. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, there's miss, there's never been it a was game helmet the, to helmet. Yeah, there's never been a game with. I just wonder why we get to the playoffs and then we, as an officiating group, decide that now's the time to quote let them play. I think the fan experience would be greater if they had that attitude throughout the course of the regular year. I'm with you, but we see it even within games. NBA, like the the fourth quarter whistle is different than the first quarter That's whistle. That's true. Maybe they're trying to set a tone. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're doing that throughout the season. Uh, look back to last year's Super Bowl. They didn't let them play. Bradbury, hold. Eagles Nation freaks out. Bradbury goes to the locker room, says no. It was a hold. I held him. You didn't have to call it. But they did, yeah. and by the letter of the law, it was a hold, and onward we go. So um, that could come up again. There's no no, no doubt. That's true. Matt in Seattle, uh, next up on Willard and Dibs. Hi, Matt. What you doing? Hey, guys. Just um, thought it was a sign once on YouTube. Usually catch you guys on YouTube. Thought it was a sign to just call in and kind of chime in on the question about where the Niners have yeah. been lucky or they're good. Glad you did it. Yeah, by the way, let me let me take your your comment though and let everybody know that we are back on YouTube. So if that's the way you watch the show, uh get back over there. Go ahead, Matt. Thanks for calling. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. And I just want to say wholeheartedly, I think the answer is no. I think we are good. We deserve to be here. And I think back to after the wild card. The Packers, Lions, and Bucks are the remaining teams. And then I was thinking to myself, we're gonna play Jordan Love. 
they don't have the experience that we have. They don't know that we just need to win. We just need to win to advance. And then once it gets tight, there's a belief that we know that we can keep going. And I think that resonated with the Lions at halftime. And looking forward, I think because we played well, kind of that second half, then we get the biggest challenge of playing the final boss. Hmm. In 12 days, been winning my whole life. And I think we are good to really, really show what we're truly made of. We're going to get this win. Uh, Matt, thanks. I, there is poetry everywhere here. And, and I haven't really even taken a lot of time yet because we've got so much time until the 49ers do play the Chiefs. But there is a lot of poetry with this specific matchup being the way that this is all going to play out. The 49ers have a 10-point lead with six-plus minutes to go in a Super Bowl. It craters. The Niners decide within the next calendar year and a half, you know what we need? We need a different quarterback. And then we know the journey that they embarked upon in order to go get that quarterback, and it was a very unorthodox, surprising journey to arrive at Brock Purdy. That was not the plan. The plan was to replace Jimmy, but... With Trey. Right. But here you go, and now you've got your guy, and it just so happens that he's the last pick in the draft and looks like he's about three feet tall. And then you you do it. You get back to the Super Bowl after his arm falls off, all of that. You get back to the Super Bowl. You do it with a 17-point deficit erased. And then you arrive. You're like, okay, we our four-year journey has now been completed. Oh, here he is again. The exact same quarterback, the exact same coach, the standard, staring at a dynasty. Make no mistake, if the Chiefs win this game, that word is absolutely in ink for Kansas City. And it all happens in Las Vegas, Nevada. Like the poetry of this particular matchup is gorgeous. Yeah. It's incredible. Absolutely gorgeous. It's incredible for the two journeys, and you can look at Kansas City's journey back, and you know it seems like they're always here, and Mahomes going for yet another one, and he's got his eyes on a bigger prize. Yes, the Lombardi's big, but he's already knocking on Montana's door, and he's thinking about how do I run down Brady and start to get to that GOAT status. And for the Niners, it's been a long, long time since they held the Lombardi, and of all the people to maybe shepherd you through three decades of darkness, it's a guy who was the last pick in the draft, a much maligned Brock Purdy, who was, they tried to pass him over by Trey Lance, but they just couldn't, and injuries and opportunity led him to get the gig, and he's never looked back, and now you look at an opportunity where you're one point, two point favorite going to Vegas, and not that you should win, but what a golden opportunity you uh, have. Well, and it, it's great that the AFC played out the way that it did, the quarterbacks who were waiting, because you know all that's said about Brock Purdy throughout the year, you get to the playoffs, and, and that's not who people thought he was going to have to battle with. He was told all year, well, you, what, now you're going to outduel Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott, and he gets to the playoffs, and it's Jordan Love waiting for him. Right. And Jared Goff, timing pocket quarterback, for Brock to really hop to the top of the mountain and have people go, okay, okay, we got it. 
You need one of them dudes, like an unquestioned dude, as your counterpart in the end. And it's not one of the unquestioned dudes. It's the dude. It's the The final boss. Dude. Yeah. It's the only thing left. It's the only thing left. So I love that part of the opportunity. Okay, a lot of you want to weigh in, and we want to get to all you, and we will. Okay? So... uh, uh, Paul and Harry and Mike and Greg, here we go. Okay, we're coming straight to the phones, 888-957-9570. It's Willard and Dibs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. Back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Phone calls, y'all. Let's go. Let's, Let's do go. it. People want to talk. People want to talk. I'm normally a big advocate of bros before phones, but in this case, phones before bros, Mark. Let's get to the people. Okay. That means I'm out. I'm out. Well, I'm just over here yeah. pushing buttons. Come on. I do need to say something first really, really fast. I promise go ahead. fast. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Willard and Dibs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast while you're there. Uh, check out all the other content that we're generating throughout the day, such as Brian Baldinger, really good on the morning roast. Really good on the morning roast today, so go check that out. Hunter Pence, earlier with us. And in fact, if you missed that, um, we're going to go ahead and rack that guy and uh, bring that back to you coming up next hour because if you're a Niner fan or a Giant fan or anywhere in, in between, We think that you'll think that that's about as unique of a conversation as you're going to get. Like, Hunter Pence lost his damn mind in the Niners' suites. Made new friends, hugged people he'd never seen before, lost his voice, got kicked out of seats, refused to kick other people out of their seats. (laughs) Like, he took us on a whole damn journey. And uh, he's George Kittle's buddy, and he's wearing a Kittle jersey, and I think that they're pretty much the exact same energy. George Kittle and, and Hunter yeah, Pence? Spirit animals, yeah, for sure. for sure. It was, uh, it was a ton of fun. So uh, we got that for you coming up. But here we go, okay? Let's hear from you. Harry Ronert Park. What's up, Harry? What are you doing? Well, guys, I'm, uh, I'm just driving home. Um, 
And, you know, quick takes, quick takes. Let's go. Uh, Kevin Durant's Warriors. No, don't say that. Don't say that. The re- he's great. He's great. All-time great. He got all those open shots because of who else is on the team. Um, with regard to with regard to our team, our team, our other team, our football team, I think we should be favored. We laid, if you take the totality of the season, we laid wood on a bunch of teams. Kansas City laid wood on nobody. Okay? And if we go recency bias, Kansas City scored zero points in the second half of that last game. We scored, what, 24 points? <laughs> so both teams have been uneven during the season. If I was going to you know, make the odds, I would give us, I would favor us too. Um, um, you you it, stole three points from, from quote-unquote us, Harry. They scored 27 in the second half and did it without a Lions point in the process. Yeah, so we're, we're the better team. We should be favored. The only reason it's even that close is because of Superman on the other team, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty good. He's pretty super. He's pretty he's pretty yeah. good. Harry, thank you. Appreciate that. By the way, just to answer Harry, uh when I refer to Kevin Durant's Warriors, that's less about meaning that they were Kevin Durant's Warriors and more just trying to put a stamp on which, right. which, which Warriors championship talking I'm talking about. We all do the that. The one that Durant was on. <laughs> right. The two years where KD was here yeah. and they won a title. It's like a Friends episode. Remember how the episodes have the have one titles? where yeah. yeah. The one where Rachel gets a haircut sure. or whatever. Yeah. The one where Kevin Durant was on the team. Right. Or the two. The, the two, two where Kevin Durant was on. You know what I'm talking about. They were very about. similar. Yeah. Although the second year that <laughs> they, they won, won the titles, the yeah. they were even more disinterested than the first. Uh, totally. Why wouldn't you be? Right. Why wouldn't you be? Well, because you knew that you had to just get to April healthy, and then you could yeah. go ahead and wreck shop. They were too good. But the first year, they were really into like playing basketball and being good in the regular year. See, but that, to me, only exists in the NBA. That dynamic only exists in the NBA. In where, terms of like shutting it down in the regular season, where a team is so good that you're like, if they're healthy, this is over. You can like that doesn't you can't do that in baseball. No, the Dodgers have been trying for a decade. Nice bubble chip. Anyway, uh, you can't do that in football. The Niners, you could argue, are the ones trying. It's like, wow, they got a great player at every position. Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't guarantee anything. And you almost lost to Green Bay. Right. And you were backs against the wall at halftime against Detroit. So it's a point well taken. The NBA, you kind of can do it because it's best of seven. And talent usually wins out unless you're going up against an equally talented team. And the old Niners used to do it before the salary cap because they had a Hall of Famer at every position. So you could really kind of roll it out. And I, I think about Steve Young's Super Bowl team when they were favored oh. by 18 and a half and over covered. San Diego and, and covered comfortably. Covered, yeah. Although that team, uh, you know, the year that they beat the Broncos 55 to 10 yes. in the Super Bowl, that was probably the, that's probably the best one. That's probably the most dominant. (laughs) I mean, my God. I mean, people won't remember this if you're of a certain age. The Super Bowl had a habit of being just a stupid old blowout. Yeah. It had a habit of it. 
all the time. I mean, go through the Niners Super Bowl titles. Their first one, they were an underdog. They grind it out. They win by five. And then there's the famous Montana drive where he throws to John Taylor. Obviously, super close game. But what, 49-26 to with Steve Young over the Chargers? You got a 55-10 to win. You had a 38-16 to win over Dan Marino and, uh, and the Miami Dolphins. It feels like something that just started to settle in about a decade ago. I don't know why. I don't know why. But about a decade ago, this started usually being a competitive close game. But prior to that, there was often like this squad. It's just like, oh my God, that's the team. Yeah. And, and, and they're at their best in the Super Bowl, and they would kill someone. That's the way it went. Yeah. I mean, going back, you got Tampa over Oakland, 48-21. But after that, it was a three-point game, 11-12-3-4-14-6-4-3. Seattle beats Denver 43-8. to That one was bad. That, that was a weird one, one. That was the one the Niners should have been in. Exactly. That was the, Those were the best two teams. That was the Richard Sherman, Michael Crabtree year. Right. Yep. Then it's a four-point. You got a six in there. You got an eight. New England 13-3 over the Rams. That one, well, God, That's one the, of the weirdest Super Bowls ever. The most forgettable ever. Super Bowl of right? all time. 13-3. I don't remember a, the first thing about that game. I remember Jared being very confused yeah. on many, many a snap. Like I remember Jared Goff was in the game. I just like... Like, what was your favorite play in that game? Oh, don't even start. Come on. <laughs> With a lot the coin toss. Of, yeah, you can't remember one can't play. Can't remember a thing. Not a play. No. Can't remember a damn thing about that game. Good point. I'm thinking Ugh. about Niners Super Bowls of the past, the recent past, and they were favored against Baltimore. One and a half point dogs last time they faced Kansas City. Were they? So in it the was. Super Bowl. Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. Remember, he thought they were favored by, like, a field goal. I'm looking they might at a football been, reference. They might have been favored to open. I don't think it was by a field goal. But I feel like maybe they are favored by one, and it flipped to one in the other direction right. by kickoff. Yeah, I'm seeing it here. Football reference had it at one and a half. Chiefs favored over under a 52 and a half. Whew. The final 31-20. So 51. Yeah, oh my pay God. the under. Stupid. I mean, it's it's that crazy game. how accurate a lot of these are, you know. That game was so painful. Yeah. Um, let's go to Greg and Petaluma. Hey, Greg. Greg, what's going on? Hey, Mark. Uh, I've been up here for a couple years. Uh, just loved you in Southern California, dude. You were you were on the radio all the time down there, and when I moved up here, I was so happy to hear that you're on the Bay Area. Well, Greg, uh, I'm, I, I like radio. it much. I, I like it much much better here. But thank you for saying that. All right. Hey, and uh, Debs, nice to meet you. It's my first call into you guys, but I listen to you all the time. You know, I, I, I am so sick, guys, of hearing about something I've heard for the last, oh, three years, and that is the system quarterback. What the hell is a system quarterback, guys? I trust both of your judgments to tell me. What is a system quarterback in the sense that every coach, every offensive coordinator has a system? They're trying to win the game, and they, they throw in plays, and they scheme, and they plot, and do all that stuff. Why is it that the 49ers keep getting attacked with Brock Purdy as he's good for a system quarterback? Can you tell me, guys? Well, please, I'll get off the phone. Yeah, Greg, thanks, Greg, man. thank you. Thanks for... Call again, for, Greg. Greg. Yeah, man, like... You, you warned me. Well, there's two From things... From the cockles on up. <laughs> there's two things that pop to Sorry, mind with, with what Greg is saying there, specific to the 49er QB. 
First of all, the first thing it is is a look. It's, look. it's they look, 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 look. It's a look. It's just a look. And here's what I mean by that. The quarterback who's not the system quarterback is the quarterback that when they're playing football looks like he's playing Madden. And for whatever reason, in our society today, our sports society, we we, we like that. You like that? Yes, we like that. We don't want you to look like Kirk Cousins playing. We want you to look like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. We want you to have some specialized skill, even if it's got nothing to do with winning. Like, we did this with Jamarcus Russell. Oh, I could throw the ball 70 yards on his knees. Great. If you're on your knees, you're down. So it doesn't matter. Like, that, that, that's got to be touched. That's pointless. Thank you. Point you do. taken. But Josh Allen, <laughs> like, you've got a howitzer and you lead the league in turnovers. Give me the non howitzer that doesn't lead the league in turnovers. So that's number one. Number two, and I've always thought this this is such a fun dynamic here in the Bay Area. As much as Kyle Shanahan, whether it be smugness or never having gotten over the top, boy, he gets under the skin of 49er fans at times. Tucked into everything people say about him are the biggest compliments you could possibly give a coach. If you're yelling about system quarterback, you're also saying at the same time, you've got the best, you've got the best play calls. You like you're not good. You just have things schemed open for you. The quarterback's not good, but because of Shanahan, there you go. You're able to thrive and succeed. Right. Fans didn't realize they were saying this. I thought for years. Oh, this Jimmy G guy. Jimmy O no throws. Jimmy G. All right. If that's how you feel about Jimmy, and it looks like a lot of you had some points. Well, what are you saying about the head coach who took him to the Super Bowl and had a ten point lead with six minutes to go? Like, you're amazing. You're amazing. You made Jimmy Garoppolo look like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. So those are the two things that stand out to me is there's not this crazy physical one skill that we want to point to, and underneath it all is a compliment to the coach. Yes, and I think the the backbone of all this to me is the reality that every quarterback is a system quarterback, and yet many of us in the media have leaned on that moniker of system quarterback as a way to say what we're afraid to say, which is, I don't think that that quarterback is very good. <laughs> That's really what you're saying when a guy's a system quarterback. And Alex Smith came out earlier in the week and said, you are out of the game manager club. You're not welcome here, Brock Purdy, because you're not... A game manager. And even the game manager label, that was kind of the disparaging label before system system quarterback. Game manager is what we used to call guys who we didn't think were very good. You just manage the game. And Alex Smith was the original game manager because he would go 14 of 21 for buck 75, and his team would win the game. And so instead of saying, well, I don't think Alex is very good, we called him a game manager. And that's kind of what they're doing to Brock now. I love what Alex Smith did because in this game alone, I can give you six plays, six plays that you are not allowed to do if you're going to be a game manager. Six plays that Brock executed in this game 
that remove him from the label Let me forever. see if I can name him. Go for it. One was the roll left, floated over the middle to Jawan Jennings. That's one. That he corralled. Yes, the teardrop. Uh, the deep ball that hit the guy in the face, and Ayuk uh, dove and caught that. Actually, that was not one of my six. Okay. Yeah, that was a, just an up-the-top throw. Got a good bounce. Uh, the throw to use check on the sideline. No doubt. The toe tappa. No doubt. When so. he rolled and avoided a rush and then spun and then scrambled and rolled again. Didn't just avoid it. Houdini with the duck under Completely. of the blitz. I mean, how was he not down? Yeah. My spine was collapsing watching that because he got absolutely folded. Uh, probably the Ayuk touchdown throw that he threaded between two guys these are good examples the other one the other there's only one other throw okay. on my mind and it was only the three runs yes right? it was yeah it was the 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 use check deep over the middle where he runs all the way left good call yeah, not there we're gonna run all the way back to the right and now I'm gonna loft it up over the linebackers to my fullback yeah to my fullback shout out fullback you're gonna do that and then give us three scrambles for 52 yards in the fourth quarter alone all of them for first downs in a come from behind victory. What are we doing? You can't do stuff like that and have people call you a game manager. I'd love... Where's Cam Newton's podcast today? Uh-oh. Where's Cam this week? I call him Scam Newton. Where, where, did Cam have anything to say with Brock Purdy using his legs to single-handedly bring the 49ers back? Did Cam have anything to say? You got to Google it. Batman, Aquaman, Superman. What superhero was Brock? Because he was somebody, somebody. He wasn't managing anything. He was making it. Yeah, he made it happen. Yeah. Um, Let's go to uh, Mike in San Jose. Hi, Mike. What are you doing? Uh, Just uh, driving home from work right now. I caught a little piece when I jumped in the car, and I haven't really been listening to the radio all day, and... um, you guys were saying something about, like, uh, we weren't appreciative of, of being in the situation we were in. And uh, after me and all my buddies at work all day were kind of just saying, hey, man, it didn't matter how we won. We just wanted to win the game. And in the end, that's all that really matters. So uh, I, I think that was, like, maybe uh, a Raider fan who was bitter who was calling in, maybe a Cowboy fan disguised. Uh, but that definitely wasn't a Niner fan saying that he's complaining about a victory an NFC championship game when that had never been done the way it was done. So, I mean, uh, I'm definitely happy about where we're at, man. And all we got is one more to go. And, and uh, you know what? I don't doubt the magic man over there, but you know what? I think we got some magical going on this season. So, uh, you know, I would like to know what you guys think about Pat Mahomes and, and what he's going to bring in his receiving core versus our secondary. Yeah, Mike, thank you. Um, and, and again, it's a little bit nuanced, the point we're, we're, we're trying to make. I don't think there are a whole lot of 49er fans that are quote-unquote complaining about the win. Right. I do think there are a handful of people that are like, I, I, I don't know if we deserve to be here. I don't know if this has inspired a whole lot of confidence. Um, I know a lot of 49er fans who are like, if we bring that kind of a defensive effort to Patrick Mahomes, you're going to get torched. I don't know. Um, sometimes old habits die really, really hard. And you're seeing it with both of these football teams. We think the Niners' defense is great. Why? Because they always have been. But they actually haven't been for much of this year. And we think the Chiefs' offense is dynamic. Why? Because it always has been. Because they got Mahomes. But it's not. 
It's not. You're all absolutely right. You know how many times they've scored 30 points in these playoffs? Eh. Right. How many Zero. times all year? I think four. Right. You right. and I did this exercise last week or the week before. I don't before. remember what the number was, but it, it, it's it, not it, many. It's not much. And this is a team that, that got 17 points in Baltimore and then sat on that. And they won a football game. I'm not saying they got lucky, but they won a football game largely because every time Baltimore made a run at them in the second half, Baltimore grabbed a gun and shot themselves in the foot, including a fumble at the one-inch line yep. that would have made that a completely different football game. Regular so, season, they were 15th I, in points, and they were 8th, ninth in yards per play. Mahomes is brilliant, but I don't think the Chiefs are going to run away from the 49ers. They're not, they, don't, they don't do that. They don't do that. They don't steamroll, hey, we've got 34, you've got 10. They haven't done that to anybody all year long. Right. And they don't have unbelievable weapons. Rasheed Rice is nice. Kelsey's Kelsey. Everybody knows all about that. Pacheco is an interesting running back, a little unorthodox. But there's nothing high-flying and quick about this, which I think could end up being a really good thing for the 49ers. If you look at the Lions offense versus the Chiefs offense, I, the Lions offense to me is way scarier. Especially, Absolutely. Especially in an indoor game. Right, right. Uh, three times is the correct answer. The, the Chiefs uh, had 41 against Chicago, 31 against uh, the fighting Harbaugh's, Harbaugh West and the Chargers, 31 against the Raiders. And that's now in 20 games. That is 20 in football games. 20 games. Yeah. Uh, they're 14 and 6 on the year. And they were three and zero when they got to thirty. Interesting note about the uh, the point spread. Underdogs have covered nine of twelve. Nine of the last twelve have been dogs. Super Bowls, correct? Yep. Uh, your favorites to cover: New England over the Rams, thirteen three. They were given two and a half. Uh, Kansas City over the Niners. Hate to point it out, they yep. were favored by one and a half. They won by eleven. And New England over Atlanta. Favored by three. Oh my god! And uh, they won by six. Yeah, over under fifty seven and a half. The total <laughs> over the last twelve games is six and six. Oh, six overs, six unders. So that's just your thumbnail of the last dozen Super Bowls. What was the spread last year? Last year was two. Eagles by two. Eagles by two. Eagles by two. Which looked pretty good for a while. <laughs> as I was boasting to your kids, couple oh, trulys deep. Oh God! I think look. I think everybody should get ready with some more Pepto-Bismol for this football game. And based on the total at 47.5, you're looking at like a 24-23 kind of a ball game either way. I love it. Bring me some more Jake Moody. I mean, you know what? On that front, I'm glad it's indoors. If you do look at... You know, I know Moody just missed one on a gorgeous, sparkling day in Santa Clara. So I'm not saying he's not going to miss one just because it's inside. But you think about Cleveland. You think about the Packer game. At least this is a controlled environment for, for the kicker. The yeah, Packer game was wet, right? Yep, yep. Wet and stormy. And, uh, and he had a long one in that one. He clutched. He a huge so one. Big. A huge one, as it turned out. And Sunday, he had a couple of big ones, too. I mean, the, those field goals yeah, that he, he got. Them. Needed them, absolutely so. I mean, you're down 24-7, and and all you did was miss. And they send you back out there for what I think was a 43-yarder? 43-yarder, 45-yarder, whatever it was. It's not a gimme. Right. And I'm thinking, well, dude, I mean, like you needed a touchdown. Got to have it. 43, yeah, you're right. You need to make this. And he split the damn uprights. Yep. 
Yep. Added a 33 yarder later. Yep. Which uh, gave you the lead that you never relinquished. So, Jake I mean, Moody. It, the Moody experience, it's oh been up and God. down, but <laughs> you might need Moody in this one. This one feels like it's going to be. It's going to be a nail-biter now. Just whatever you do, Shanahan, don't give Mahomes the ball back with a chance to uh, retake and win. It, well, whatever you do... you don't have a choice. Whatever you Some, do, you do it to 0 Sometimes you don't have a choice. I, I mean, when Jordan Love got the ball with a minute seven and all the timeouts, were you like, dude... You gave him the ball. Like, yeah, you got to go get the touchdown when you get the touchdown. Yes. I wasn't as worried about a Jordan Love rally as I would be with a Patrick uh, Mahomes. Patrick right? flipping Mahomes. Come on. I have a Stop. historical trend, if you want. I like a trend, here. Lucas. Yeah, what's up, Lucas? Hey, guys. It's good for the Niners. We learned today <laughs> that the Niners will be wearing white uniforms yes. and the Chiefs in red. I don't know if you've looked into this, but uh, historically, the odds have favored the team wearing white in the Super Bowl. This is uh, Super Bowl 58, so in the previous 57... The team wearing white has won 37 out of the 57 times. So the team wearing white is 37 and 20 in Super Bowls. Now, just winning outright has nothing to do with spreads. Now, now four years ago, though, what were they wearing? The 49ers. White. They were, they were white. So tell them, Grandy. Uh, <laughs> Give it to him on mic. Tell Lucas how you feel about his trend. Why well, get facts? Let no, facts I, get in the way. Of I saw story, something. Right? I saw something <laughs> earlier today. I got got. I'm not going to say the outlet that did it, but I got got. You know, we're like you're scrolling on social media, and it's like this stat gives the 49ers a huge edge in the game, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just click. What? What's the stat? And they're like. The last time the Niners beat somebody who wore blue in the NFC title game, they won. Ooh. I'm like, <sighs> I believe it. <laughs> Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock it in. 37 and 20. <laughs> wow. It's like 75% uh, chance of winning. The last time the Sunday came on a Sunday, then they won. Woo! So that's exciting. <laughs> Great. Uh, Sorry about that. that. Should have gone back here. Presented by <laughs> Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. We get to more of your calls. Uh, stay right where you are. Oh, Auntie Lisa's on the line. Auntie Lisa, you'll be you'll be first up. Uh, Radish, stay right where you are. We'll come to uh, the phones here in a moment. Uh, Hunter Pence, our conversation with him was fantastic. We loved it. We had a good time with it. We'll let you hear that again coming up in just a bit here on Willard and Dibs. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at zenny.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. I'm going to need you to change your energy. I wish I was right on the air as much as I was right off the air. You do get a lot of things right off the air. Take the Warriors tonight, lay the points. That was on the air. Yeah. Yeah, Is Joel Embiid playing? Do we know yet? Is he in or is he out? Game time decision. I know. GTD. But GTD is not actually GTD. It's currently not GTD. Yeah. It's not GTD. We're not going to find out at 7. So there's been no D. You do know that they'll they'll let us know. (laughs) They'll let us know at some point before the game. And yeah, that was a little hot. That was a little hot. It's not GT. There will not be a D until GT. I'm going to need you to change your attitude. Okay? I didn't say you needed to change your attitude. I said you need to change your energy. Oh, my energy is great. I'm fresh <laughs> off a of soup. Don't you don't you know how the 49ers won that game? Hunter Pence changed his energy. I'm going to the bathroom at the half and I'm looking through my phone and I see Eminem is flicking us off. And I was like, hell no. We're in the freaking bay. You ain't flicking us off and running us over and us believing how good the Lions are. I know they're good, but we are ready for this. And I just started chanting in the in the freaking seats. I just started chanting, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I don't think we got a touchdown, but we scored. Well, they got the ball. I just, started, I just started saying it out loud. I didn't care. Turnover, turnover, turnover. And we stopped them in four. And then, and then, boom! We just—I just kept saying it every time we had the ball. Just touchdown, touchdown! And uh, I mean, it was so fun to watch. And then, as soon as one thing happened, I just wanted to yell at every single thing and start high fiving and start waking them up. And we just started having just the best time. And you—and you could just feel the energy shift in the stadium. Everyone felt our little pocket, and then everyone else started going crazy, and the, and the players started going crazy. And it was a chain reaction. And I think if you saw George Kittle's comment on momentum. And he asked us for it before the game, and the fans brought it. This Bay Area stayed lit through some tough times. They just gave us one little thing, and we went with it. Lit! Uh, I will say, when Hunter Pence comes in to change the energy, yeah, you know, while we're sitting here talking about like good omens and good signs, yeah. Uh, some pretty good things have happened when uh, when he shows up to uh, change the energy. Yes, yes, yes would come to mind. Yeah. And, you know, the reverend speeches. And it's one thing when you're a teammate and you rile up the fellows and you go out there and you get it done and it becomes part of your own self-belief. When you're just a fan like Hunter Pence, he's really just like the rest of us. And it was me going and getting grandma to come in and take the baby away and making the bed and you was picking up your daughter and having her change the energy and some people are 
stuck in the kitchen because they scored when they were in the kitchen, and now I got to stay here. And some people are watching through the window outside their own house, and everybody's changing their own energy in their own way. You got to do that stuff, even though it's a big old pile of uh, hoo ha. Completely, uh, most likely, right? But but you got to do that stuff. My favorite one ever. Have I told you this story before? My high school buddies are all over at one guy's house. Actually, the now voice of the Suns, John Bloom. Okay, he was always the host house because he had a pool, a hot tub, and a pool table. What else? you need um and so we're all over to his house and we're watching the giants game and this is bonds era and uh i feel like they're playing the diamondbacks or whatever and they're having one of these nights where the other pitcher is just he's shoving it he's absolutely shoving it to the giants and we're teasing one of our buddies anthony and we're just like dude you're a jinx you're you're a jinx. they can't hit because you're here and this is what high school boys do to yeah. each other. And we're like, it's all your fault. And so uh, Bonds is finally coming up to the plate in like the eighth inning. And the Giants are down one nothing. And you remember Bonds' era. It was like you could just assume a home run. Pretty much. But we just looked at Anthony and we're like, dude, you, you got to leave. You got to leave because Bonds is coming up. And this is our only hope. So you got to leave. And I'm not leaving. No, no, you have to leave. And he wouldn't leave. And Bonds, you know, ball one. Okay, oh, swing and a foul. One ball, one strike. We're like, Anthony, just leave for one pitch. (laughs) Just one pitch. No. And he goes, you know what? He finally gets to that point where he's like, I'm going to prove to you guys that this is just a big bunch of junk. And he leaves and he goes into the kitchen. And the next pitch Swing and a drive. He hits it high. Hit it <laughs> out of here. In right field. Into the right. This is still, uh, I think this was still candlestick days. So this is, yeah, this is into those bleachers at candlestick. Yeah, the football bleachers. He comes running back in. He thinks we all made it up. Like he hears us, <laughs> he, hear, he hears us going crazy, screaming and yelling. He comes in. He's like, yeah, right. And he looks at the TV and he's like, Oh, my God. And we're like, you need to get out of here forever. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys aren't friends with him anymore. That's right. Never talked to him again. Jeez. No, I'm kidding. He He had to go into witness protection. No, no. He's driving some of our buddies to Vegas in a couple weeks. They're going to the Super Bowl. Nice. Yeah, talk to him all the time. But, yeah, you got to do that stuff. You got to do that stuff. All that stuff. Change the energy, man. And sometimes it works. And, uh... My lovely wife, Supper, who is a huge Giants fan, she would sit in the same bar stool in, it was either 12 or 14, might have been 2010, where she watched every single game in the playoffs from the exact same bar stool, and that was it. You know, she would go into the to the facility, and it was known that she'd be there, and she would get the spot, and that's just that's just the way that went. And they win the the World Series, and it's like right on. You're exactly where you need to be. Yep, actually, that was when uh, the uh, uh, the curse of Anthony finally went away. Uh, when the Giants won in, in 2010, and he was with us. Oh, he was. He, he was at the game, and he was like, "We we burned the curse." That the curse night. of Anthony. Yeah, yeah, lasted like 15 years. That son of a gun. And it's not Anthony. It's Anthony. No, Anthony. I yeah, like that. He's from England. Anthony. Yeah, okay. Anthony. He's from England. You've yeah. talked about this guy before. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Making it um, happen with his accent in high school. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, that went well. Moving for the chains. Him. That dude. went well. Picking up third downs in one sentence. <laughs> Very well. Hello. Done. <laughs> oh my god, I love your accent. Uh let's go to uh let's go to let's go to Auntie Lisa. Hi Auntie Lisa, what are you doing? Hi, 
what's up? I'm loving every second of you guys on the air. Number one, you're giving a great education. You're doing the whole history lesson for me without me having to actually do it. I worked in the classrooms, and I remember the students who sat in the back of the classroom who weren't paying attention missed all of the facts, right? Okay, so that's the first thing. Yes. The second thing is the organization of the 49ers, they spend money on the best, the most skilled and most proven and the most intelligent players, okay, and staff, okay? So that's a historical fact. The 49ers will spend the money to get the best. It does not matter how you win. Are you kidding me? It does matter how you win. How do you adjust? How do you change? How do you change your energy when it comes time to really help the players and help the team make some differences, changing attitudes and all of that? I was a mom in the stands for my son, (laughs) and I would literally get out of my seat, out of the bleachers, and walk down to the sidelines and change the energy for those young men, even as a mama, right? And so I will leave the kitchen from my recipe, my gumbo recipe, you know, which is the best recipe, to come into the living room and sit on the couch and change the energy of the room. I can do that. And let me just really wrap this up. At 51 years old, I went back to college, graduated from San San Francisco State's broadcast department, all because I changed my energy. Guess where I ended up? I ended up on the radio at Odyssey. And I ended up in the in the in the locker room with the 49ers and Tory Smith of the Ravens and, and one of our senior sports reporters with the mic in my hand doing interviews with the 49ers and Quan Bolden looked at me like, where did they find this beautiful black woman? This beautiful black <laughs> woman is black girl magic. I changed my energy. I made some magic happen, just like the 49ers are making magic happen because they invest in it. They work hard at it, and they're skilled and highly intelligent, so intelligent that you guys can't even figure it out. Just like me, black girl magic. Auntie Lisa, okay? Auntie Lisa, I love it. Go ahead. So much gator pride. That's a phone drop right there. That is incredible. Auntie Lisa. Yeah, speak it into existence. Yep. Make it happen. Change the energy. I'd like a text with Auntie Lisa at halftime of the Super Bowl if it's not going well. Yeah. That feels like somebody who can move the mountain. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Much yeah. like uh, the Hunter Pence Energy, Auntie Lisa, SF State Broadcast Department, one of the many, many legions of alums here still in the Bay Area getting things done. No doubt about it. That was fun. Uh- <laughs> Tough to follow Auntie Lisa. It is. It is. Someone's An- got to do it. Anquan Bolden. Who is this beautiful black woman? <laughs> right? I like it. I li- that's probably exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> um, 888-957-9570, David in San Jose. Hey, David, what are you doing? Willard, Jez, what's going on, fellas? What's good? Oh, man, I'm pumped, man. What a game. What a game. Uh, I had called in last week, called out Bosa, rightfully so. Well, guess what? He stepped up. And so I'll give you a quick little recap. Um, obviously, we all watched it. But at the same time, there's some things to take away. Uh, first, let's let's keep continuing on our running game, you know, uh, especially facing KC. I think that's ultimately why Baltimore lost. They forgot how to run the ball. Um, but, you know, let's talk about that crack back block that we're still getting, you know, hit on 
that I played defensive end, you know, all by in high school, but at the same time, it's, it's, that is not a good block on a defensive end. And there's supposed to be communication from the DB to safety to linebackers yelling out, crack, 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 when it happens. And so you don't get hit blindsided or they fill that gap. So that's an adjustment. Adjustments were made. But look, we're going Super Bowl, baby. And we got our rematch. Everything is laid out for us. In order to win, run the ball. Now, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but outside of Mahomes and Kelsey, I'm sorry. I think the Lions have a better O-line. They had better weapons all around. So we might even face the superior offense. Now, head coach, obviously, uh, Dan Campbell's new and a little bit of a, uh, of a go-getter. And, you know, he's going to take his chances. Well, so does Andy Reid, right? So if our defense plays, they step up like we all know they have. They've been off for about a month. My goal to winning this game Come out fast. We can't get behind on this team. I'm barely going to feel comfortable if we're ahead <laughs> after, after four. You know what I mean? But let's get this offense rolling with the running game. Let's not get away from it. I like to see Eli Mitchell get five touches. If he gets five touches, that means we win the game, fellas. So those are kind of my key takeaways going into the Super Bowl recap last week, man. And uh, I'm excited. Well, David, I will say this. It's for a very good call. It's for a different reason that I would say this. By the way, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMC FM and HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 